なも妙法蓮華経なも妙法蓮華経なも妙法蓮華経 Hello friends, good friends <coughs> Excuse me, thank you for your,、uh, your being here and your practice Hopefully this finds you in good health and secure、uh, We were rudely interrupted、uh, in the former affairs of the King Fine Adornment chapter Um, I say that because I've been gone for a few days. I've been、uh, battling illness. My、uh, great benefactor partner, Sandra, who I've mentioned several times, has COVID.、Um, she's、uh, just entered her 70s. So, yeah, it's scary. She's got meds and stuff.、So、she'll be okay. But we've been concerned about me catching COVID from her. I've had illnesses related to. New medications I've just started, new doctor. Anyway, you don't need to know the whole saga. I just haven't been feeling well. So if I sniffle or <clears throat> rumble my throat a few times, you'll please uh, uh, give me that latitude. <laughs> I couldn't wait to get back to this, though.、Um, so here I am. And we left off as、um, <laughs> Shakyamuni was saying. Uh, these two sons are my good friends. It is. Oh, is this Shakyamuni? No, this is a different Buddha. Same difference, though, right? It is because they wish to raise up my wholesome roots of former ages to confer benefit upon me that they came to be born in my house. So, this is the story of right, the father who was a follower of Hindu. And Brahmanism and、uh, different sorts of religions from that. Anyway, they converted him to Myohorengekyo. At that time, the Buddha wisdom adorned with flowers by the king of constellations named、uh, Thunder Sound of Clouds. <sighs> What a mouthful. <laughs> Can you imagine taking attendance in that class? Take, it would take half the day.、Uh, addresses the king fine adornment, saying, It is so. It is so. It is as you have said. If a good man or a good woman, in order to plant wholesome roots in age after age, gains a good friend,、hmm? that good friend can do the Buddha's business, demonstrating, teaching, profiting,、uh, not profiting as in cash, but profiting as in proffering, yes? <clears throat> Delighting and causing entry into Anuttara Samyak Sambodai. So you stand to gain by promoting, promulgating、uh, the teachings of Myohorengekyo, yes? O great king, let it be known that a good friend is a great cause and condition. That, which really means that、uh, you have. The tendencies and conditions open to this occurring to you, yes? This means that he converts and guides, making possible the vision of a Buddha and the opening up of the thought to Anuttara Samyak Sambudai. O great king, do you see these two boys or do you not? These two boys have already made offerings to Buddhas equal in number to the sands of the 6,500,000 myriads of millions of Nayutas of Ganges rivers. 
approaching them with familiarity, doing them humble reverence before the Buddhas receiving and keeping the scripture of the Dharma Blossom. Taking compassion, compassionate thought for the beings with their crooked views and enabling them to dwell in the right view. The king fine adornment straightway descended from the midst of empty space and addressed the Buddha, saying, From the midst of empty space, are we convinced yet that Buddhism is about the mind? It's not a sci-fi, right? It's not a grand magical fantasy. It's the way the mind operates. Insights come into our mind from where? Empty space. They are formed from potential, in other words. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just watching a, a science program and it, it perturbed me to no end. I had to give it a thumbs down because it started with the initial states of the universe talking about the plasma, but it didn't say plasma. The narrator said this soup of particles. Well, there were no particles. There still aren't particles. We use that word to define a set of characteristics, right? The 10 factors. Hmm? But there, everything is quantum fluctuations. And this initial plasma was a very homogenous, is it a conundrum to say that? A homogenous group of fluctuations, right? From potential comes these vast potentials. Because an electron is simply an instantiation of characteristics of that quantum field. Quantum fields are potentials with tendencies and conditions. As Buddhists, we right away we go, that's formations. Yes. <clears throat> right? A typical kind of formation. But that typical kind of formation is typical why? because it's got characteristics. And if it's got characteristics, what's it got? Karma. Do you have Sylvain karma? Do you have Bob karma? Who cares how you label it? We're all extremely, from the foundation, made of those same fields, albeit with further stages down the formations, as we enter the world of form, the realms of form, then we kind of lock in a certain parameter of those instantiations of potential. Still potential. Moment to moment to moment to moment to moment. Hmm? Albeit a set of, a, a set of characteristics and instantiations with their own tendencies and conditions. Boom. It's, all, it's karma. How we interact with that karma precipitates repercussions. Good repercussions, not necessarily good repercussions, obstacle pre repercussions, but it's all up to us. This is our agency. Hmm? This is how we use our volition, or we just d dumbly go through life waiting for the next thing to happen, and we just let the karma play out you're not happy with that, then change it. I'm not saying it's easy. You don't just snap your fingers. Karma change. It takes work. What's the work? Enlightening ourselves. 
open that Buddha mind so that more and more of that Buddha mind is present to influence well with fortune, with maximal experience of the whole, our karma. Lend that karma toward Anuttara Samyak Sambhalai. Rather than just idly playing itself out, good, bad, or whatever, indifferent. Right? Like my analogy of falling through a tree and hitting every branch as opposed to just floating out of the tree and beholding the tree. <laughs> Which would you rather do? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I digress. O oh, world honored one, that thus come one is most rare. By reason of his merit and wisdom, a knot of flesh on the crown of his head shines with a bright glow. A knot of flesh on the top of his head glows. How simple a, a uh, what will you, is that a metaphor? It's a metaphor for the enlightening, the mind of enlightenment, isn't it? And when, when you help somebody else discover that, oh, you're helping them, you're not helping them discover the knot on your head. You're helping them discover the light in their own mind. Right? So that's the knot on the head radiating light. We've talked about this before, like the light emanating from the little tuft of hair between his brows. It's all mind. Yes? Influence. Imagination. Hmm? His eyes are long and broad, deep and blue in color. The mark of... I don't know when blue became such a mystical... <laughs> uh, but, you know, it goes, Blue Lotus. The Blue Lotus was uh, known for aphrodisiac uh, effects. Maybe just mellowing out and letting uh, your, your natural tendencies come out. Who knows? But still to this day, the Blue Lotus has a certain effect. Yeah. The mark of the tuft between his brows hmm, is as white as crystal moon. His teeth are white, even and close, ever glistening. His lips are red in color and as lovely as the fruit of the bimba, a bright red gourd. At that time, the king Finodorman, having praised incalculable hundreds of thousands of myriads of millions of Buddha's merits such as these, wow, that must have taken a while, in the presence of the thus come one single-mindedly, there we go again with that refrain, and with palms joined, again addressed the Buddha. Hmm. Oh, world-honored one, this is something that has, ne that has never been before. The Dharma of the thus come one is perfect. It's fine and subtle merits beyond reckoning or discussion. He teaches what is to be done. He is tranquil, cheerful, and good. From this day forward, I will no longer follow the course of my own thought. I will not give way to the evil thoughts of crooked views and pride or anger. When he had spoken these words, he did obeyance to the Buddha and left. The Buddha demanded of the great multitude that was there, To your minds, how is it? Can the king find a dormant possibly have been anyone else? The present Bodhisattva floral excellence is that very person. 
the lady pure virtue, is the very bodhisattva marks of adornment who now shines in the Buddha's presence. It is because he pitied the king fine adornment and his assorted retinue that he was born among them. The two sons are the present Bodhisattva Medicine King and Above Medicine. When these Bodhisattvas, Medicine King and Above Medicine, shall have achieved such great merits as these, then in the presence of incalculable hundreds of thousands of myriads of millions of Buddhas, they shall plant a multitude of wholesome roots and achieve wholesome merit past reckoning or discussion. If any man knows the name of these two bodhisattvas, then the gods of men of all the worlds must do obeisance to him also. When the Buddha pronounced this chapter of the former affairs of King Fine Adornment, 84,000, there's that number again, persons put off their grime, separated themselves from their defilements, and attained purity of the Dharma I with respect to the Dharmas. And that's the end of that chapter. So, once again, or maybe not once again, but it's the same point. When Shakyamuni talks about these uh, impossible numbers, and then he says this whole story about this Buddha coming to, to be and in, in this enlightenment, uh, this is none other than this Bodhisattva right here that you're talking to now. <clears throat> what he's indicating... <clears throat> Again, my apologies. What he's indicating is this universal state. It's not an awareness, because awareness only comes in the sentient mind. And therefore, our experience of, and I've said this many times, Buddhahood, which is a word uh, describing our our enlightened mind, our Buddha eye, opening in our Gohonsan mind, yes, that Gohonsan portal of the mind, to go from the eight consciousnesses of Samsara to, oh, look, Buddha-ness. The Buddha eye opens, yes? And that Buddha eye opens to what? what? What is it that isn't in the eight consciousnesses that the Buddha eye sees, the Buddha eye alone sees? The Buddha eye sees that which has been, is, and ever will be, not eternal. That's not a good word to use. <clears throat> Time is irrelevant. From the moment, and you can look up moment in Buddhism reference, the first volume, the Planck unit of measure, that you can't measure anything shorter than that, some zero point, what is it, 43 zeros or 53 zeros? A lot of zeros before a single digit. That fraction, if you, you can't even fathom it, it's so tiny, of a second. How long is a second? Well, we know how long a second. We've, we've measured a second to be. We have decreed that a second is some nine, what is it, nine billion, two hundred and some millions, etc. Uh, valence shift of an electron in a particular radioactive molecule. 
and uh, 9 billion plus of those is a second. So now we take all of those and we obliterate it to a number that's even many orders of magnitude smaller, and that is a moment. So we take that first moment of the cosmos <laughs> and what changes? That first moment, the fact that there is a moment is a perturbation of quiescent energy beginning the process of formation. It plays out on the huge scale of the cosmos. It plays out in your bone marrow as new stem cells are created in order to get programmed from the DNA to become a liver cell, a heart cell, a, leg, a flesh, a whatever, as the body is continuously replacing new from old. I mean, these processes are everywhere all the time in everything, even in a rock. Hmm? Well, that process, that engine of life from quiescent energy through formations, multiple, into a realm of form, which then again goes through its metamorphoses over time, yeah? <coughs> <coughs> That's not only karma, that's, that's Buddha. That's the engine of life. Becoming aware of that process moment to moment to moment. To, never forgetting that, every, that everything is happening moment to moment. And then perceiving the world through that lens of Buddha wisdom, knowledge. The the attachments to everything in the past, it's not that the past disappears or that the stuff that we are attached to disappears. It's the attachment itself that holds us back, that keeps our mind looking in the past instead of where the hell we're going. What if you drove a car that way? Hmm, be pretty dangerous. Forget about the past, right? Well, that's easy to say. But it's the attachments that we're getting rid of. When you're solely involved in the mechanisms of the cosmos, your body, him, her, it, happening moment to moment, all of that just, it just goes away. It's not relevant. And therefore, it stops being an impediment. It doesn't get in your way anymore. Why should it? Bye-bye. My guitars are still there. I can go and fiddle around with them. But when I leave them alone, I don't oh, my guitar. Right? Done. Moving over here now. Oh, look at this happening. Right? Watch the Buddha-ness. Well, the only way you can watch, witness, observe the process of the engine of life is to be immersed in it with your sentient mind. With that Gohanzun portal open, with that Buddha eye open, everything is seen anew. Not only is it seen anew, but it's a new moment to moment to moment to moment to moment. 
Gosh, that's got to be exciting, right? Amazing. So the more we chant, every time we chant, we kick that door open, right? It's like a screen door with a spring too, too highly tensioned. Keep it open. <laughs> and the more we keep it open, the more it starts to stay open. And Buddha-ness starts to infiltrate its way into all of the other eight consciousnesses. And we begin to grow our enlightenment. Anuttara Samyak Sambodai, complete and perfect. We experience it while we're in front of our Butsudan, chanting to our mandala, focused on Myo and Ho, shutting out the monkeys, the monkeys, the other eight consciousnesses, yeah? They just go back, fade back. And we get in there and we fuse with that mandala, which is really not the mandala. What we fuse with is we go right past that mandala to that true mirror of that Gohonzon door and we open it. And the Buddha eye becomes apparent. And the more we can keep that Buddha eye open, the more our conscious life, our other consciousnesses, our samsaric life, if you will, it fades but the physical life, the physical universe becomes our playground. It's amazing. Yes, with that kind of perception, we can alter everything in our lives, including our bodies, certainly our mind. That's what we're actively healing, if you will. We use that metaphor of health and medicine and poison and all that in Buddhism quite a lot, right? So, when uh, Shakyamuni, circle back around, when Shakyamuni uh, talks about these huge, unfathomable lengths of time and these characters being the characters he's talked about from millions and millions and millions of millennia ago, he's simply saying... This Buddha is always there. And therefore, it's always part of who you are. But it's one thing to know that intellectually, and it's another thing to experience it. So give it names. It doesn't matter. What matters is your experience of Buddha. That is Buddhahood. What you experience is Buddha-ness, because Buddha-ness is the life of the cosmos, the life of you, the life of them, the life of the trees, the life of the air, the life of clouds, planets, stars. You are that. But the incredible rarity of encountering Buddha is the rarity of your mind coming to inculcate that Buddha-ness and become aware, awakening, enlightenment. Super obvious, huh? But not to the uninitiated. It all seems more magical, mystical to somebody who simply doesn't understand. So that's why we do this study, right? So we can all get on the same Pahina, page. 
So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting this resource, right? Just a simple like and, and uh, subscription, uh, subscribe to this channel is a Bodhisattva act because it helps you to promote this resource. And by resource, I don't just mean these videos, right? There's free podcasts. There's a, a ton of free information you can download, print, use for your own study to help you uh, lead others who have questions, use as a library of quick answers for many, many, many questions that are typically asked from beginner to intermediate to advanced on threefoldrose.com, right? So please make use of that. Those of you who can uh, or who do, uh, many of you have bought ebooks or print books or the mandala, you're also a tremendous support because this costs money and it's just little old me. Yeah, so I need your, your support. Uh, patrons, uh, patrons uh, through Patreon and through uh, PayPal, you guys are, you are bodhisattvas. And so, I, you know, I have so much gratitude for your monthly support. It's super, super uh, helpful. So thank you. And with all of that, Please take care of your health so you can keep your practice strong, savor your practice, and I'll see you in the next one, okay? Take care of your health, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.